welcome to another episode of Rapping Order. I'm First Class Reg. Tori and B is not here, so I'm holding this shit down with some friends. Oh. So we got Robbie Digital here. You know the fucking vibes. I'm here. What's good? All right. That's very aggressive. We got Eli P here. What's up, beautiful people? And we got that Aviles guy. Yo, what's good? Hey. And it's very important to note that that Aviles guy is here because the album that we're doing today comes from his recommendation. And it is what, Danny? A, gangst- a Gangster and a Gentleman by Styles P. And it's Styles P's debut album, which came out in 2002. It featured, of course, Angie Stone. You had Swiss Beats, of course, all over this thing. You had The Locks. You had Eve. You had, uh, I think that, no, you had M.O.P., Feral Manch. Uh, this is a very stacked album. And yeah. it was a very monumental album for Styles because it was coming off of the popularity of Good Times, a.k.a. I Get High. Um, and and he also had that feature. I honestly, my bad to cut you off, but it also comes after the life feature that he had on the uh, Raucous Volume Three with Farrell Munch. That's also Farrell on Munch. this album, because that was on another album that blew up, and then everybody was like, "I like, oh no, nah, Styles really had it because he had those two singles." Yeah, back back. and everybody. I think they came out the same year. They came out the same year. Yeah, different albums. I believe the life came out right before. Good yeah. times came out, or the other way around, but they came out around the same time. And yeah, it, it was de- it was definitely the other way around because I know Styles P, Styles P was hot at the time because he had uh, Good Times, and then right after Good Times, like two three months later, that's when the Pharrell Monch record started like to pop off, and he started like you know gain uh, like gaining up like I guess like a little bit of steam. Right. Um. Yeah, those are good callouts actually, but. I do want to know how you guys feel about this album overall. Danny, I'm going to save you for last. I'm going to actually kick that off with Eli. How do you feel about this album? Oh, man. I'm a little disappointed that you don't fuck with this album, bro. Like, this album... You're not, this talking, about really, you're not talking about me right now. <laughs> um, no, nah, I fuck with this album. Uh, this is this was definitely one of the first bootleg CDs I ever bought. Was the uh, Styles P, P album along with... Uh, with a with a K slave mixtape and a Clue mixtape, but nonetheless, I mean, um, yeah, man, this, yo, this has this has good times. This has, um, damn, what's the song with the? Uh, what was your report with your bootleg man? Huh? What was your report with your bootleg man? My bootleg man was at um AutoZone on Boston Road, in in, oh. um, in Gun Hill. My, my this was this this back in my Brooklyn days. This used to be a little this used to be a little hole in the wall stop shop where you just you used to go to just pick up gum, pick up a bag of chips. It was like super narrow, like you you know, like those little narrow the, ass, the old like, joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little yeah. hole in the wall joints or whatever. So you go there and you tell the dude and you know, you tell homeboy, like, yo, pick up some stuff, man. What's up? So you just flip up the black the, the black blanket or whatever, and you see all the shit right there decked out. It's like, oh man. And you just bruh, and I was one of those heads that like if I had all these songs, but if it was one one song, one freestyle that I never heard, I'm buying it because I needed it. Yeah, that's a fact. And that's how and that's how I felt when it came to like D Block. That's how I felt when it came to Dipset, uh G Unit, like those were the days, like the K-Slay days, the mixtape days. But nonetheless, we're talking about Style Speed album. This album is fucking amazing. There's there's a bulk, there's a good, there's a good portion of this album that's fucking amazing. I can't remember the exact song that I want to think about. Um, uh, Daddy Gotta Get That Cash, Get Paid. Um, what's the other one? Uh, where Style Speed talks about himself being a gun. And it's uh shit. Well, no, it's a it's a song about yo. It's Styles P figuring out what weapon to use to kill someone, and it's yeah. that's a wild that song. I can't believe that's even on the song. And, and it's about them talking to him. Yeah, that's it. That's an amazing record. I don't understand why that shit don't get praised enough. But I love this album. Let's go to somebody else. Okay, and um, Rob, I think this is a very pro- prolific album for Styles' Styles' career, where they were as a group. Um, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Kiss had already came out with his solo project, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so yeah. it was already so it was already looking like he was the front runner. Mm-hmm. Um, but she definitely I mean, um Styles definitely had something to say. 
um, I had never heard somebody use the word holiday and me be so so frightened for my life, to be honest. <laughs> um, it, it was just good. Like you can even hit, like it was the first time like, you don't usually hear rapper rappers intro their album with them just talking to you, introing the album. Um, I will say this, as I listen to the album, I can definitely see that although Sheik and those guys are extremely older than us, you can even see a sense of maturity even more fast forward all the way to 2021 with his music. Yeah. Um, yeah I, it's like, like, I've never seen a rapper who was, whose bars were so elite, but just matured elitely as well. Like, it's less violence now and more reflecting. Um, I always felt like when the locks rap, when when Joe and them, that whole graduating class of rappers, they always, I felt that they was talking to you and not like talking with you in a sense. Like when we were running around with the music that we listened to when we was outside, it felt like, you know, the diplomats, Gene, they were talking to, they were talking with us. But Sheik and them always felt like they were talking to us because they were so much older. So I think like, even he would say this album is a lot more violent than he would be in his life right now. But it's a definitely, a timestamp. Like I think it's a really good album. The samples are really good. Um, I think it's a well-produced album. Um, my only critique maybe be, again, it's Swiss. Sometimes um, a lot of Swiss beats records, a lot of Swiss beats tracks are not needed on the album. I think sometimes you can get convoluted with you can get convoluted with that. Like just overcrowded with all of those Swiss beats beats because it, it almost sounds repetitive. Um, I think we've all learned from that. I think Swiss has learned from that as well that all you need is like two or three records from Swiss to really spice up the album opposed to you having it so heavily involved. So that's my critique. Still a great album though. Definitely on timestamp. Okay. And Danny, what, what's your overall take on this album? Is he frozen? Yeah, I think he's frozen. God damn it, Danny. All right. Well, can you hear me? I can hear can you. Hear me? I can, yeah, I can hear Hello? you. I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh, okay. Um, no, nah, I was gonna say I think it's. Uh, I love this album. However, I understand that there's problems with it. Specifically, like that was said. I think Swiss's production on it doesn't make sense. I think um, it's a little too. What Wiz does is you know the stadium music. It's more. It's it's B don't really fit styles so much as that you know like what styles can do and i think that's the only problem with it i think um it's also at a time where they styles was the like most violent person in rap i think at the time like you could think of like his bars were literally just all about fucking people up and then he also maintained the great image of a gangster and a gentleman because even prior to this He'd have bars like, y'all dudes are sunned out. Let me speak to your fathers because I like to play chess and I could swing a revolver. You mm. know, like, I, it was oh always, no, <laughs> always beautiful. His, That's so beautiful. His, uh, his aura and everything, you know, like, like, with he's the, it's the type of music you don't want to play when you're walking through the crowded streets of New York because if somebody bumps you the wrong way, you're going to say so. It's the perfect <laughs> workout music. It's like the perfect get yourself hyped for the day music. Like that's always what Styles was. It was the gritty, like, I'm the best, fuck everybody, and I will go choose violence to prove it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think this album really exemplifies it. However, I do think it's probably his weakest project. Um, it's a good intro for the time that came out. A lot of the music hasn't aged as well. However, the bars are there, but the music doesn't, um, it has not aged well, really, um, a lot of the beats on this. And I think uh, it's not his fault where there's holes in the album. I'll mm -hmm. say that as well. Because I think as we've seen, as style has gone on, become more independent and um, working with newer artists, he still has, he can make music and he can make music well you know that david styles um 
uh, Curb the Ghost or whatever. Ghost Your Enthusiasm. What was the project? Oh, the the Styles David or something like that. The yeah. Styles and David. yeah, David the Styles. Styles, Larry. Yeah. Go ahead. David, the Dave Easton Styles P joint. Daddy did. You have the Curb Your Ghost joint because it's the real is on it. Shout out to it's the real. Um. Yeah. You have the joint that he did with his son. Um. He's really like he's he's a workhorse. Like, I didn't even I know he had a song with his son. I think it's, if it's in 2019, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, 2019, he put out four projects in 2019. Yeah, he was um, on his, he was on his shit. He was really, he's, he's, he's one of those rappers, rappers. Um, he's aged gracefully. Like, yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. doesn't try to appeal to a younger audience. He appeals to the audience that he appeals to. Um, and I think he comes from that school that you're supposed to, you're supposed to grow with your audience. You're not supposed to try to appeal to a younger audience. You appeal to the audience that grew up with you because they're still bought into your music. So I think he's done a great job. Sorry, Danny. Yeah, um, but no, you guys all made solid points across the board. So for me to clarify what Eli said about me, about me not liking this album, it's not that I don't like this album. I just think that it has a lot of flaws. And a lot of the flaws aren't on styles. They're on the production. The production on this album, a lot of the production on this album, I should say, just doesn't mesh that well with his with his rap. And uh, me being a huge Jadakiss fan at the time that this Styles album came out, I just couldn't detach. Because like a lot of the beats I feel like didn't work for Styles on this album would have worked for Kiss. Like Kiss would have found a way to really like fuck with it, you know? Because you got Kiss rapping over a beat like I'm on my way to Cali and killing it. That beat is so busy, it's so noisy, it's so out there, but he killed it. I feel like, so at this time, I just couldn't help but make those type of comparisons between Kiss and Styles. You know, they're very two different artists and their content is a lot different. It wasn't until years later that I got into Styles himself. And this wasn't the album that made me get into Styles. Um, but there are some gems on here, so let's just get into it. So uh, let's see. You guys had anything to share on this intro? No. About him talking? His uh, the intro is good. Yeah, he's just talking on the intro, so. Yeah. He just ends off where I'm a badass motherfucker, and it leads right into good times. I, get I fucking high. believe him. I get high, and it's produced by Swizz and St. Denson. Um, classic song. Classic fucking song. I still remember listening to this on the radio when it first came out, when they premiered it. This is a classic song. You know the sample, Rob? Sample comes from Frida Payne, I Get High, when your memories in 1977. Um, <laughs> what can I say about this this, uh, this song? It's, um, it's incredible. It still rings off. Hey, to this day, it's um, successful. Uh, it's a it's a men and women song. Everyone can can relate to it. I feel like um this is our generation's Mary Jane by by um by Rick James. It it just it it plays the same way. Like I remember, I could re imagine like my parents listening to Mary Jane for the first time in the same way we listened to I Get High for the first time. I still remember the moment I heard I got high for the first time. I didn't even smoke when I heard this. But it was so I wasn't was even powerful. smoking either. Yeah. It was euphoric. It was euphoric. It was it was captivating. It was hypnotizing. It was a bang. It was, it was everything. I definitely, like, it was everything. I definitely was smoking at this time and uh definitely played this like just high as fuck for back to back, I'll repeat, mad times when it first dropped, just riding the train to and from school. Uh, right. This was, I mean, this was a great run because you had Jada Kiss, like, who was featured on everything during his run, and then you had, and then you had, and then you had Styles P, like, come out, like, once, like, once, um, once Jada Kiss started, like, you know, like, settling down, boom, he passed the baton straight to Styles P, and, they, and that whole camp just picked right back up. And then Styles P had his little run, and then like a couple of years later, that's when they they had Sheik do his run. But 
Yeah, man, this was this was a great song. I was not getting high at the time, but Jesus, man, 106 and Park was lit. Yeah, I mean, once I yeah. once I started smoking a few times, I definitely went back to it just to just to have that feeling. Research purposes. Now you're like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I had to. Yeah, um, uh, definitely, definitely an essential pit stop as a weed smoker. Um, so the next song. Y'all know we in here is produced by P Killer Tracks and Swiss Beats. This track is a mess. Uh-huh. You don't fuck with this? Nah. Nah, you wildin'. This song is a mess, bro. Nah, this shit goes this hard, is, bro. This beat is not it. What? You don't like this either? Rob, you don't fuck with I don't like this beat. I don't but Styles goes nuts. Styles it's goes off. It's aged terribly. It's aged terribly. Like it, it's dated. It's super dated. And the sad part is, is that it's lackluster for Swiss. This is a because, horrible chorus. Because Swiss, this is a 90s beat in a 2002. It, it bothers me that, that how lazy it is. Nah, I think this shit, I think this shit is. It don't, it don't feel like you, it, this is definitely 1997 beats. Yeah, I think this beat is, is hard as hell. I think everybody's the chorus bad. Is hard. Y'all know we in here. Tell me who's in here. No. No, 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 no. 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 Nah. Yeah, nah. I'm not dealing with the hood. Uh, uh. Gotta go. Uh. Nah, this shit goes no, hard. Man. Stop fucking really, up everybody's really like audio. Turn that shit but down. You know what, but you know what it is too, Danny? I think that um for us as kids, as like I say kids because we were kids when this album came out. Um, we hear that and it, it automatically sounds like sanitation rap. Like it doesn't age well for us at all, for our ears, because we're just like, can you please turn that old shit off? Like, it, like, no, like no, you no, don't no, want to no, say no. it. You don't want to say it, it. But okay, subconsciously, it's something about it, phonetically, that when you hear it, you're just like, yeah. Nah, for me, what it is, I, I listen to this song in context to the album. It doesn't get skipped okay. on the album because when I'm in Styles mode, I'm in Styles mode. Like, like nah, because the bars, he's still, I still yeah. love what he said. Like, like the next time I'm going to jail, I'm a body of 100 hitters. And then they're going to have, what he goes off. Like, he's so just going So here's my question off. then, Danny. Is this one of those, al- is this one of those songs that because we 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 grew up in the CD era, it got to the point where you just listened to it. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. No, but but the CD, yes. but the CD. This is ingrained. No, 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 no. This is this is ingrained in my head. This song, like this album, like I didn't realize it that I didn't have to listen to this album because the second I listened to it, I'm like, I'm rapping along with it like it's nothing. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. But like I think there's a lot of albums that we grew up. There's a lot of albums that like, yo, I hate this song. But because you have a CD player, you don't have a choice but to eventually first, like it. Yeah, the first yeah, CD players awesome. that you couldn't skip back. You could only skip forward. And if not, you had to exactly. go forward. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Kinda, <laughs> so I still, I still kind of have that mentality sometimes because mm. when I listen to certain songs on an album, Especially when it's for the first time, I don't want to skip, even if the song is trash, because I'm like, well, maybe it ties into the next song. Maybe yeah. I don't want to. Maybe the beat switches something. I don't want to miss something. Maybe this part is essential in this album. Yeah. Um, so I never want to miss something. So I know I know what that's like. But this. Yo, Ray, it's it's hurt. It's painful. Yeah, I can't. That's crazy. That's a it's a fire ass beat. I think the song is fucking dope. I'll fuck with it. Well, we'll get into the next one. The next song is A Gangster and a Gentleman, which is the title track and is produced by The Alchemist. And this is more like it. This yes. song is fire. There's already, is there's, there's already more uh, added pressure when you have a track on your album. Because it's supposed to be the story of the whole album. That's how I look at it. Yes, um, sir. And, um, this is probably the second hardest track on this album. And this beat is I like this yeah. beat so hard. And, and apparently Eminem really wanted this beat. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I could hear him on this. Yeah. I could hear him on this he completely. Wanted, he wanted this beat and he, he actually questioned Alchemist as to why he didn't play it for him. Yo, 
the way he starts his verse to where he's, by the time I was nine, I was out of my mind. Step pops didn't like me, beat me out of my mind. 10 yeah. and 11 yeah. the same, it never would change. He still had to hit me. Like, yo, he was like, I was like, oh man. I understood it because I was fucking boxing my pops by that age too. So I was like, all right, I get it. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I think I think what's, what was so crazy is like, that's real storytelling. And it doesn't have to necessarily rhyme. It's just it's there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that that's what that that's crazy. Like then my mom remarried, had my little brother Gary, my sister a year later. Like let me gather my thoughts. By the time I was nine, I was out of my mind. Like that. it was yeah. it was like that kind of rapping you don't see anymore at all. Like you don't. You you really, really don't for you to really paint a picture like that. And I think. That's why sometimes, like, back when I heard rappers like that, like, I knew I couldn't do that. Like, you know how you just saw something, like, an occupation, you just like, I can't do oh, that. You would, wait, Rob, you thinking about having a rap career? Rob, um, a rap if, you're a fan, if you're a fan of rap, you definitely thought about it. It was Yo, we gotta I have that discussion it. one day. We all go talk. <laughs> I thought about, like, about it, but every time I would hear a certain song, I'm like, yo, I can't do that. Oh, my shit was disrespectful. I would not be able to say. Like, I'm like everybody's first raps. That's what I was. My rap hear. name. My rap name was Chaos. Was it really? Yeah. How'd you spell it? Uh, I had mad names. It was C H A O S. Oh, just regular chaos. Right. Yeah, chaos. That's not, yeah. that's not a bad rap name. I have some bars, nigga. Y'all don't want to know my book. Well, <laughs> well, you're too pretty for it now, so it doesn't make sense. And I was in a rap group, and we called ourselves uh, the UAKs, the underage killers. UAKs, <laughs> that's not bad. I fuck with that. That shit hard. And then I printed, like, I drew our artwork, and I put it through a, uh, like, one of those machines. I forget. What you call a machine? The, uh, not the laminator? Laminator? machine. A shredder, it's probably trashed. A laminator? A you laminated it? No, 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 not a laminator. Xerox. A shredder. A shredder. Because yeah, it was trash. Not, a, not a shredder. Fuck you, bitch. Uh, <laughs> you know, what you call it? I put it in that. I ran it through uh, Xerox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that and then I folded it up and I put it in cassettes and I like gave them out. That's tight. That's so fire. <laughs> we wrapped over we wrapped over the Dr. Nabu uh beat. Hey man, when we get on, Narvar gonna oh. find that shit. My first, my yeah. first uh, <laughs> rap name was Red Rum. It was what? Red Rum. That was Red your first Rum. rap name? Okay. I'm not even mad, dog, because, like, yo, that shit is fucking dope. Yo, my I'm shit, telling you, Eli, terrible, if, if it's not Chuck E, Eli, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, man, Chuck that shit was bad. <laughs> my shit was so oh, what... <laughs> Yeah, what was My it? shit was just, so, uh, was just uh, Soldier. Soldier? Yeah. Was this before Soldier Boy? Yeah, this was definitely before Soldier Boy. So when he came out, you was like, he took my style. He yeah, took he took my whole fucking flow. <laughs> <laughs> <The whole> shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I right, bitch you permitted hoes. You was like my soldier, style. Bro. You want to be me, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> been kissing me. <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll get, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into the next song. Next song is Black Magic. Black Magic features some vocals from Andrew Stone, and it's produced by by the Alchemist. Very I'm not gonna hold album. you. I thought this was Faith Evans the first time I heard it. I Me it too. Me too. Me too. I'm with you on that one. I think I did also. Oh yeah, you credit the you credit the uh, you credit the dark skinned woman vocals to the light skinned woman automatically. No, it's not during Black History Month, King. Never. This was when I was young when I was asleep. I'm woke now. Yo, is Andy Stone still with us? Yes. yes. What? what do don't, you don't you kill Andy Stone. Don't I don't know that. I just Bitch dropped my entire ashtray. Don't you? You're fucking still around. Don't you kill Andy Stone, nigga. Andy got some, no, but Andy Stone got some hits, though. We're not. We, we, we're uh, not yeah, home. nigga, so don't you no. kill her. Uh, yo, I'm not sure. I was just questioning. That's all. That's all I was doing. Remember, yo, think before you speak. I was just asking. You, you could have Googled bro, it on the side. It's, it's 2021, bro. You can't say people's names like that. They die automatically. You got to relax. Sorry. I'm glad. I, listen, I'm glad that Angie's still with us. Me too, goddammit. Me too. Yeah. 
Somebody need to call her for a hook. That'll be that'll be a good look, man. I'm sure I'm sure she's chilling. She do it if she wants to, but she not begging for nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Yo, was she more of a gospel singer or she was just R and B? R and B and soul, right? She was with, okay. she was down with like uh death soul, like a lot of those artists that came from Philadelphia. Yeah, she off got, rip. I probably know like maybe two Angie Stone songs. She got D'Angelo's baby. I might be cold, but I Whoa. I ain't know that. Thank you, Reg. It's uncultured swine over here. Hey, listen, I don't be getting into celebrities' business, bro. Part, part, oh, I like yeah. how that stuck. I like how I call the people uncultured swine stuck. The better, part, <laughs> the better part of the album Voodoo is about Angie's Don't. She put that, she put that thing on. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, bro. She's actually 60 years old and she's from Columbia, South Carolina. There you go. How she looks. Do you see her? She's 60. That's crazy to me. She's yeah. 60. Oh my God. I, I actually, I definitely just aged her up, but 59 is 60 to me. That's, <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> But this is a good song, though. Like, this is this is a really good song. I feel like this is a good transition between, um, what is that, uh, Gangsta and Gentlemen, which is the track before. Because, um, you know, this is just this is just praising, praising himself, praising his background. You know? Yeah, man. Um, and I'd appreciate it. Is that, is that Eli playing the song? Yeah. I just want to, like, throw you against, like, something. I want to like. It's off now. It's off. It's off. It's off. You, you, you just are just so disrespectful. No, so I, I, I do that for everybody else, so that way everybody can be. Oh, okay, that's the one. No, no, that's not how it works. Because it sounds horrible, so stop doing it. Yeah, it doesn't okay, sound. Okay, great. okay, okay. God damn it. Anyway, you want to be Jamesy so bad, don't you? Anyway, <laughs> all right. So the next. Yo, song. trust me, I would love to be Jamesy. Jamesy is the man. You're a DJ. These are facts. Daddy get that cash. Daddy get that cash. It's produced by DJ Twin. Yo, does it play for anybody else on iTunes? Uh no, they don't have that one available on iTunes. Like I was able to still have mom because I, you know, I had mine from from the bootleg CD or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you gotta question. get that cash. I'm going. I'm going to get I'm it. I'm going to get it. Yeah, that's I haven't heard shit. that song in years. Yeah. Didn't he have um, a video for this, or 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 am I mistaken? I'm almost. Yeah, positive. that was the second single or third single. That was the third single, wasn't it? Uh, I could believe it because it is a good song. I think it was the third sure, single. But I'm not sure if I noted that it's produced by DJ Twins and Buck Wild. Um, I don't sing along with it, but it's a good song. You don't sing this outside when, when you when you go to work. Nah, I like <laughs> thinking somebody's singing it to me. I just I just don't sing along with that part. I sing along with the. I know Robbie singing this shit. Robbie hitting I the notes sang, to this I shit. I just sang the whole chorus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I love yeah. this song. Good, great song. It uh, is a sample comes from. The sample comes from Side Effects, Spend It On Love in 1975. All right. Yeah. So we can get into the next one, which is Lick Shots. Lick Shots features G, J Hood, and Jadakiss. And it's produced by RIP J Hood. RIP J Hood career. He relax. Relax. Because he I said his this. career. No. He did buy the you just said R.I.P. J. Hood. You know what you I mean. said R.I.P. J. Hood career. That's what I said. Um, great song. Love this song. Um, it also made me realize that Jadakiss, Sheik, and Styles are kings of like taking the taking the name of the 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 song and rhyming it with every bar. <laughs> they I feel like they invented that. Like, why is Jadakiss as hard as it gets? <laughs> that's the only thing I thought in my head is this place. Like, wow, they're really good at this whole like take a word and then make a bar after it. Um, All right, who had the best verse? Uh, I was just about to ask that. Uh, I like Sheik's verse a lot. 
Yeah, I feel like Sheik is is, is one of, is underrated. I feel like he's, he's not as he's not as and this is not a knock on him. But he's not as lyrically gifted as them. So yeah, when he's so I feel what he says a lot more because since he's not as lyrically gifted, he's much more gritty in his in his delivery. And he says some yeah, yeah, he says outrageous shit. He says really outrageous, yeah. very hood shit. Like so, what's the shit he says? Uh, uh, I remember when he said to uh, when he said about fifty, he said, "Nigga, I'm a get rich or get rich." What the fuck is all this die trying shit about, bitch? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> now he's like, I like Boricuas. You know that chic be freaky, put coke in. They yeah. pee pee so much coke in their bras, they call it coconuts. That's what's yeah. up. Like, you know, she was like, it was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna entertain you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. be the most lyrical. Like, he he adds that what like West Side Gun adds to Griselda. He adds what like. Um, I want Yayo would add the tracks like 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 he's that something that just it uh it kind of adds another I guess layer or texture throughout the crew. Pause. Oh yeah, that that's a good description actually. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Well, nobody's answered. Who had the best verse? Well, Rob said then, like Styles, and I'm going. I'm rolling with Kiss. I'm, I'm styles, always right? between Styles and Kiss. I was just really impressed at the time. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. By Jay Hood, I off of this at one point, I thought Jay Hood really was gonna be one of those dudes. I, I thought, thought he was gonna. Be, yeah. yeah, I thought he was too. When he he would pull up, I knew something was up about him though. He he would wrap his do rags over his eyebrows. I was like, oh no. Nah, yeah, that was wild. Like <laughs> you know, the thing is, to me, he completed the fourth. Uh, Ninja Turtle look for the locks. So, like, yeah, he really works with him on that turtle really well. He's different. Yeah. <laughs> yo, that's hilarious. Yo, he had his, he had his do-rag tied over his eyebrows. So, that was what that boy was that, that was doing his chain in the D-block, in, in the, the beef video or whatever, after he was not fucking this with is a nasty. This is a nasty way to wear anything yeah. under your word. <laughs> Rob, you really, you really look like Jay Mills right now. Word. <laughs> you like Jay Mills OD. No, no, no. Ain't you the same dude that used to get smacked in art and design? <laughs> All right. So we'll get into the next song. After Lick Shots, it comes, uh, and I came too. And it features Eve and Sheik. I really like Eve on this joint. I really I like period. I like Eve on a lot of features that she used to have back in the day. She just sounds dope. And she always played up. She knew that she was the, you know, obviously being the only woman in such a like male dominant like team and like just industry in general. She always came with bars, but then with like say some shit like oh yeah yeah you know pitbull in the skirt basically is the the whole facade of that like it, she yeah. really knew how to spit um she was really good on this track Yo, okay so so can we get two of the great quotables from uh from cheek on this track off the rip or like four quotables from his verse and why i love his verse the uh the videos with bullets flying through like corn. Blow, finish, turn your camcorders on. And then he comes with the, uh, I'm a gangster gentleman too, Pete. I lay a dude down and send his moms a bouquet for free. Yeah. And then mm. my, my favorite one, the I'm the rap Donald Goins with words. Like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, 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 okay. I remember like, that. For me, it was, um, it was, it was Eve. Yo, I was determined to sell, and not because I'm just a bunny with a furry tail. That is elite, like. Yeah. That was that was hard for me. I was like, wow, that that's a bar. Yeah. That's a bar. The, the next bar was hot, but don't repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like like she bodied it with that next bar. Like Eve yeah. really was. I felt like at one point Eve was in contest contention for the top, but she never like went for it. She just married a rich dude and forgot about it. I thought Eve was dope. Oh, she, 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 she went commercial. 
She went commercial. She did Who's That Girl? She did a couple Harlem shakes. Went to UPN, got a TV show. She, yeah, she, she did that one that one song with Gwen Stefani, was like, and that was it. Yeah, the song with Gwen Stefani is <laughs> She was like, wait a minute. Blow, she did Blow Your Mind and was like, wait a minute, there's white people money? Oh, that's such a good song. <laughs> Yeah, blow your mind. Once Stefani was like, let me introduce you to my friend. Yeah. The word. You ever met Garth? Still remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Still remember when that premiered on uh, on 106 and Park. That shit premiered on 106 and Park and we was just like, she's the greatest. So, yeah. Good times, good stuff. Hey, what was her other shit? The shit the working hard on then at night just to get the payback. That she had with Slim Thug, I think, was on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but shout out to Eve though. She still got them paw prints on her titties. That's kind of nice. She still look good. And she's still just as beautiful, man. Shout out to her for real. She looks great. She looks amazing. The titties have only gotten bigger and better. She over there drinking that uh all right, I don't want to keep talking about this woman like this. We, <laughs> is she an auntie now? Do we call her auntie Eve? No, now? no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> uh, so the next song is Get Paid. You. Get Paid is produced by Mr. Divine. How we feeling? How we the Shit, I'm fucked up. I ain't the lion type. I love the way he starts it. I told you I ball for dope. I'm in the Caucasian Jag with a bag knocking Harlem oats. Spending 200 G's in the fall for coats. You could call me a lot of things, but don't call me broke. Damn it, Eli. I'll fuck with this one, though. I'm good on this one. I'll fuck with this song. This is, yeah. This shit hard. Like, for real. This was, this was Friday, so I remember working. I was like, ah, all right. I was blasting this at work. Like, I'm just trying to make some cash. I'm just trying to make some cash. It sounds like this is the Swiss Beat starter pack in like 98. Yeah. But he didn't even do this song. That's why. It sounds like some shit. Yo, I mean, if anything, he probably had the song ready to go. The fair one for bread. Like, like, like let's like he offered Bill Gates the fair one for bread in the song in the second verse also. Yeah, that Trump bar was that Trump bar aged terribly though. Yeah, I there's mean, a lot of Trump bars that aged terribly. Yeah, as most Trump bars, Ray yeah. Trump got a whole. Oh wait, wait, wait. I used to love call up like Donald Trump. Oh, wow, uh, your your man's has a whole joint on his first album, Reg. Oh, Sh- Big Sean. With Pharrell, Donald, he has a whole Donald Trump bar like song. I remember the song, but I can't remember that lyric. It, it's it's in the chorus. It's in the chorus. Oh okay. Whole Trump bar kind. Whole Trump bar ain't that bad. It's not that bad. I meant the Trump International asked for me. I meant the Trump International asked for me. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's just the location. Um, yo, my favorite. Oh, uh, yo, you also notice he brags about his sofa only costing a hundred dollars, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's cheap as fuck. See what sofas go for nowadays? Like, shit's wild out here. Yeah, it's very. Oh, I mean, like, like put it that way. I think about uh, camera. Yo, get a picture. Get my pool in the back. Get my, get my pool, pool in the, in the back. back. Get my pool in the back. <laughs> Luxury shit only. Dickhead. I will go to the next one, which uh, we're going to skip right over the skit, which is like three yeah, minutes for no reason. And, for um, no reason. We're, we're going to get to I'm a Rough Rider, and it features Jadakiss, and it's produced by P Killer Tracks, and it's that classic back and forth that you got between Kiss and styles that we all love. And I'm glad they realized how much people love this from them because they really leaned into it. Yeah, I mean, um, Jade is only on the uh, hooks on this. 
wait, so then am I mistaken? But they have a they have a song. They have with... another song together, I believe, later on. Yeah. But this is um Jada's only on the hook on this. Okay, yes. So then I love this song because this is where Styles P doubles well, triples down on the story of um the what's it called the story of um of styles p throwing a guy off of the roof like he goes further into he uh, he goes into detail about it um on this particular song and um on previous mixtapes all you ever heard was you know uh styles p uh uh damn how's 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 the famous line go danny you gotta know this shit um holiday styles and throwing niggas off the roof um something 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 whatever shit but all i know is just that this is like his third time doubling down on that story about him throwing somebody off of the roof i believe it anything yeah. style says he's, I he's told this story like a bunch of times so i definitely believe him he's proud of that <laughs> yeah. i think the nigga who got thrown off the roof may be proud of it too like yo style no who no yeah. Yo, I said rap was just a hobby. Gun busting's a job. Like, this is just, let's be a goon music. Yeah, like, that's exactly like, what this was. This was goon music. If you've ever had aggression you wanted to let out in your life, just listen to this and then, and like, go hit the mitts or something. Yeah. Because, like, Facts. it's just, styles is different. Styles like like it's it's just violent. I will fuck you the fuck up. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> and he Rap. does it, and he does it all in the most calm voice you've yeah, ever heard. Yeah, that's what I love. There be times he doesn't even talk about guns. He just talks about beating your ass with his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's what I love even more. Yeah, bare, <laughs> like bare knuckle raps. Like like like, like yeah, like like like. like <laughs> That's what I used to love about like him and like Sean Price is like I'm gonna talk about beating you, yeah, because I actually fuck you the fuck up, yeah. That's my nah. This is definitely one of my favorite. Uh, I don't need to talk about guns. I don't need to talk about anything. I just want to physically accost you. Gotta love it. Uh, the next song actually is Soul Clap. Soul Clap is produced by DJ Shock. Um, you know. You got uh basically Styles flying solo on this one. I like this beat. I like how aggressive it is. I like that it's just Styles by himself. <laughs> it's nobody else on this shit. Yeah. This shit is hard. just going off. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they try to force all these features to give him more of a commercial p- crossover push that like Jada had naturally, because it just wasn't Styles style. Yeah. Um yeah. But uh, I think he came into his own more after these albums. That's why I feel like this is his weakest because he's, I feel like as time's gone on, he's been more in charge of his, uh, of what's going on with his music. And it's really been to his benefit, I think. I think he's gotten more savvy with it and more aware of his uh, abilities with music. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I think, but I think, I think it was kind of necessary because it was very hard to sell someone like Styles at, at that time. Yeah, at a commercial level, like yeah, with Kiss taking off the way that he was, it was it was cool that they used that the way that they did, like with him to be on this yeah. album. Because the year prior, like Eli or somebody said, Kiss was on fire. Kiss was on fire not only because of his debut, but because he was doing features left and right. So yeah, yeah. And plus, and plus, and plus, and plus, Jadakiss is a little bit more easier. He's a he's more of an easier listen because though Jada is very much like what he speaks about, he comes he comes off um as like a character. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because one, you have these incredible, witty, amazing bars from Jada, but then you also have like the most incredible New York accent you could possibly fucking imagine. And then he has a he, then he has that laugh on top of it. It's you you can't go wrong with Jada. Like even to this day when you hear Jada tell a story, you're listening because he just has that voice. He just has that appeal. You know what I mean? 
as opposed to like Styles. Styles is he's the calm guy in the corner. You know he got something on him. Mm-hmm. You know. But now that they've gotten older, though, Styles and, and Sheik is a straight up goon. Now that they got older, Styles' personality has caught up to his uh, to his raps. Like, yeah, people yeah. know him more now, and I feel like, in large part, and shout out to Instarill again because they kind of give him the platform to show a lot of his personality too. Yeah, they have that podcast that they do with him on the side, and when you listen to yeah. it, Styles is just so funny and so like witty and like quick, you know. So it's thanks to shit like that that happens now that you get to see the personality of Styles. Yeah, um, shine more through, but we'll get we'll get to the next song, which is we we thugs my niggas. It features Sheik and Kiss, and it's produced by Ken Duro, Eiffel, and DJ Clue. This is actually the song that I was talking about when I said the style, the the Kiss and uh, Styles back and forth that I really mm-hmm. love it. Um, I love this shit. This shit is hard. I yeah, I like that they do it, and then they have uh. And then they have um, Sheik, you know, yeah. cleaning yeah. it up at the end. Like, it was yeah. very, like, he just jumps in. You're not used to hearing him on that. That's why I love when it's like, they, it's like, oh, they always called it the two-thirds of a brick flow. And then, you know, we finally got the three, the, the, the three, the whole brick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I, lo- I, I love this song because the beat, the one, the beat is really good, and two, it just feels it feels like, you know, like springtime for a thug, summertime for a thug. It just makes you want to wear jean shorts and go pick up four chop um, four chop chicken wings and eat them while you're on your way to the subway. Like, it just feels like that. I fuck with it. You know. All right, we'll get uh, we'll just keep this thing moving. We'll get to Styles. Styles features Kiss. It's produced by P Killer Tracks. Not, Which one I, is this? I, uh, uh, I don't really, I don't really like this beat. Yeah. I don't like this beat. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of good on this beat too. Yeah. Wait, what uh, what number song is this? This fourteen is fourteen. How many more tracks do we have? Uh. T- there's four, 24 altogether. Yeesh. But it's uh, that's what like se- six more um, skits. This is when albums used to be albums, man. Like for real. Uh, no, nah, this is like there's like eight, nine sk- skits all on this album. So, bro, you remember when you used to see a 24 track album? You used to be like, damn, that's it. You couldn't give us no more. Yeah. Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I see 14 yeah. now, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how am I gonna get through this? Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, the first album, the first, the first short album that I saw, that I was like, "Damn, that's it!" Like, what the fuck was Teflon Don? Because it was eleven songs. Really? Um, yeah, Teflon Don was eleven songs, and I was like, "Damn, that's it!" Like, what the fuck? For me, it was uh, it was eight oh eight and heartbreak. Well, how long was eight oh eight? Eight oh eight and heartbreaks. I think that was I think like eleven or twelve songs. And he was campaigning that. He made that like he made that part of like the album like, you know, run like no, there's only like twelve songs, and I wanted to do this, whatever. But yeah, like when we started getting like short albums, I was just like, okay, this is different, because you so used to getting like twenty four, twenty five. Eight oh eight was twelve. Yeah, look at that. That's crazy. Yeah, but like yeah, I mean, it just stands out as a huge difference for me when I see eleven songs. Yeah, to twelve, like eleven yeah. songs, like that's it. Yeah. So like Teflon Down was the first one, and I was like, "Damn!" But then when you listen to it, it's so satisfying. Like it's just, it's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we'll go. We'll go to the next song. We'll skip right over that barbershop skit, which is like pretty fucking annoying, and we'll get to listen. Listen is produced by Tank. I like listening. Yeah, I, I I never liked this one. It's a good song, but I just never needed it. Okay. I don't like it. Like, I like that this is like the first time, like this this is the third time I think on this album we get a real introspective um, styles, and I think this is more, probably besides him telling the story and Gangster Gentleman, Gentleman, 
probably the more um personal uh most personal song on there like he's just you know giving like just things he really thinks of life and his views on life um and i think it's you know him basically uh talking about the way he sees the world altogether i think it's important to the album i think it's one of the lower energy points but i i don't i think it's needed uh i may not have placed it here but i i definitely do think it's one of the better tracks that i would have kept on the album i hear you yeah i it's just not something that i will go to yeah um we'll go to the next one the next one is also a skit which is niggas flipping is the title but we skip over skits um if they don't have that much significant significance um and we'll go right into y'all don't want to fuck let's go <laughs> and it features mop and it's produced by tune heads Okay. We'll very, <clears throat> yeah. very violent song. I, I love this shit. You know, so yeah, because you love violence. Nah, MOP though, like I really love like like I feel like Billy Dan's on this goes off. Um fame they yo, fame goes off too. Like this this like this is just a great like let's go do let's go do some pull-ups and and, and push-ups that song that's exactly what this is this is pull-up music <laughs> so in other words it's, 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 like, it's sanitation I, music yeah MTA, it's, MTA, it's mta music you're just UPS mad music. you can't do a pull-up it's okay but you know this is <laughs> five o'clock in the morning Picking up trash on the corner, sanitation reps. You notice what it is. The oh, next yeah. stop is Fordham Road. This is that kind of music. I'm okay hey, with that's, it. Yeah. Every scenario <laughs> needs some music, though. Yeah, it's a good. Fair. It's a good time to be listening to music. It is. Points were made. We'll we'll get right into the next one. We'll skip over the skit and and we'll go into Nobody Believes Me, and it features the locks. And Jay Hood. It's produced by DJ Shaq. That's the name of this one. Yeah. Huh? Uh, the song that I was uh for, for I guess like my opening statement. This was this was the song that I was talking about. Nobody believes that my hammers talk to me. No. <laughs> oh my God. This is yo. Yeah. This is amazing. I don't like this song is equivalent to um to uh this is this is right. This is in the same level in the same tier as Nas's Rewind. I put I put this song up there with that. Okay, why 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 would you go to that cal that song when Nas already has a song about comparing life to a gun? Yeah, which is called "I Gave You Power." I gave you power, yeah. So I, that would probably be be the stronger comparison that makes well, more yeah, sense. No, but but and, I, uh, I, I've always felt wrong. like Rewind was probably still be wrong. One bro. of Nas's like most talented. Oh, but, but you'd still be wrong. Like either. Oh, don't tell me. Like you'll still be wrong, though. You'll still be wrong. Regardless, I put this up there, man. This is I feel okay. like this is an amazing song. So this I feel is, like this is it's it's a great song. Okay. I enjoy this song, but I can completely understand why the average uh consumer of music and hip hop would not want to hear this. This is yeah. great story work. It's basically he has everybody in his crew, uh playing a different role in his life so jay hood is playing his um his knife on it and he basically starts the song off saying that his knife is telling him that his gun is uh his gun's getting ready to shoot the knife and he's like why is that because the knife has said that the gun is jealous that you don't use him to kill enough yeah. so he has to talk to uh he has to go talk to his gun to calm down and explains to him he doesn't want to go to jail so he can't use him to kill people. He's like, you know, the the, the knife is silent right now. It's easier fun for me. Yeah. So then the night the day goes on and he's like, all right. Then he has Jay Hood talk to him again. He's like, uh he's like, he's like, he gotta talk to Hayes to get in the zone. So he starts talking to his weed while he's smoking about everything and telling him he needs to stop doing anything with his gun or his uh knife because he's gonna go to jail. 
And then he it's decides amazing. to end it all with his money. And he's like, the money is what's going to tell him to really keep out of jail because it's like uh, his ass, there'd be no hope for him. Money ain't everything. And then he said, like, the hammer, uh, he said, um, he got you out of jail. He paid for the lawyer, the bail. He took a look at the cars in the crib. Like, he keeps, like, he basically breaks down how he has to listen to money over everything. Yeah. At the end of the day. And it's all the story how it comes full story but like he has somebody rapping from the side of money he has somebody rapping from the side of the knife from the side of the weed and everything all different people from the crew yeah this is a great song i fucking love this shit nobody believes me uh yes so it's long as fuck though you said what it's long as fuck it is i mean it's like four and a half minutes i think pause also pause yeah it's not even yeah it's about four and a half it's about four minutes or so but this is at the tail end of the album it does fit but it's just so far what weighs this album down the most is the skits um yes we'll get right into the next song which is my brother my brother is produced by mr divine it's also not on um it yeah, is also not, not on, on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Not on yeah. iTunes. This, is, this is when I tap out on the album. Well, this is a song that was dedicated to his brother who died. In yeah. Um, man, yo, Styles P, man, he's going through some shit, man. Yeah. Um, you know what's crazier about the uh, whole thing with his brother and everything is like you feel like it hits even more because he hits the, the message and you also go back to his verse on 24 hours to live where he says specifically, I would teach my little brother that you should learn to read the future without reading palms. You know, so he like always wanted to look out for his little brother. So you could tell when this song plays more, it hits more. So you feel like you knew who his brother was throughout his career and how it was important to him. Yeah. So this shit like it added uh, like, it, it, yo, Styles, you don't see this in Styles, like, at first. Like, this was crazy. Like, him getting this introspective, I don't think we got on any project before this. And that's why I think it was uh, important for Styles, but not my favorite project. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, it, it was, in a lot of ways, a proper introduction for him. Um, we'll get to this outro. That's produced by Jay Ice Pick Jackson and Styles P himself. Ice Pig J. <laughs> Shout out to Ice Pig J. Rest in peace. Right? He died, he passed? Yeah, Ice Pig J passed. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh I think that yeah, that was um I think that was Jada Kiss's like first like his last manager. And I think Jada Kiss's last album he had a song or he had like the whole album was like dedicated to him. I can't remember exactly. Top five, program. top five Dead or Alive is on Yeah. Yeah. It has Ice Pig J about it. Yeah. And this is just, you know, he's talking, of course, his shit on this, just as he was in the intro. Talks um, about his brother. Yeah. And then recent, and then recently, what? I think it was like not too long ago, like maybe four or five years ago, his son committed suicide, which is fucking heartbreaking. It's his, da- it's his daughter. His one of them, yeah. One, yeah either his daughter, his daughter or, or his or his it's son. His it was his daughter. Yeah. That should have gut wrenching, man. And the album, of course, the album, of course, ends off with the life, which we had already heard. Um, and if you share much, uh, very powerful song. I like this chorus a lot. I think that was a good way to end the album. It is. It is. Um, yeah, son, this song is is probably my favorite on this. They used to play this on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like that fat Pharrell's voice, and we got to do a Pharrell Munch album sometime. Like he, he, he really like crafted the like Styles really crafted a lot of these verses really well. Yeah, yeah. He's he's Styles Styles Jada. Who else is who else is along that line of like very precise? MCs, man. Like, there's some, there's some MCs in this game that have a like a knack for a gift. Like, 
And Styles P, Styles P and Jada are definitely one of the few guys that are in this rap game. Like, this is their gift. Like, this wow. is what this is what they do. This is what their what their purpose is for is to is to rap, is to deliver these bars and to give us these songs. And and anytime and anytime I know for me at least, like anytime I've ever heard like a Styles feature, a Styles album, a Styles mixtape, whatever you want to call it, it's just like. Anytime you hear it, it's just like, man, it's refreshing to hear your voice. Man, this guy's just fucking talented. Like the way that he just pieces words together, how he sounds on the records that he that he's on. Like, like man, like what we had Styles P on on BMF with with Ross. Yeah, yeah. And he sounded incredible on that. He sounded yeah, amazing. He wasn't, to, he wasn't even supposed to be on that. Yeah. He and was. um, and he's been he's been on on recent hits too. If um if if I'm not mistaken. Well, I, think, I don't know. All in all, to, to to paraphrase what Eli is saying, they age gracefully. Yeah, I don't think there's many rappers who's been in over damn near thirty plus years of music and been able to move how they move, well respected, um, face much face much adversity. Um, they have beefs under under their belt as well. They're, they've they've been battle tested, um, but they just overall like out of the '90s, they're one of the few rappers that just transitioned and was able to move well. Like I love the fact that Eric and Jeff and them do two dudes, two black dudes, two Jews review movies. I love yeah. that they have like the gas station in Yonkers. They have Juices for Life in in Brooklyn, like. They have aged to be the men that they wanted to be. Yeah. Opposed to the music that they've made. Like mm-hmm. to the point where even, even Styles' son was like, yo, y'all really rap like that? Y'all rap that aggressive? Like how how did y'all live like this? And he's like, yo, that's what we rapped about. So even when you when you even hear like it's so it's so different when you hear this album compared to how Styles sounds now, because it's two different people. It's distinctly two different people. I don't think, I don't think there's too many rappers who have the ability that you can really see the progression and growth of them as a person. Yeah. And through their music, like, um, and it's so distinguished. Like, even even when you look at um, even when you look at Hope, I think Hope it was a gradual approach, but we saw it in real time with Styles. Like, you always saw it in, in a sense. Like, we didn't really see the reflectiveness of Hope. Reflection bars and so 444. There was moments, like, you know, lost ones, a couple there here and there, but those guys always rapped like they were moving forward. So I think um, this is a really good album. Has its highs and lows, but I still enjoy it nonetheless. All right. So, and with that said, we'll get into our ratings for this album. Um, Eli, you want to kick us off? Uh yeah, I'll give this out. I give this album like a solid um, two point five, and that's not um, uh, I and that's not to put it in a bad light. It's just that it's. I feel like this album has a split where you know a, he has a good run in the beginning, and then it starts to like dwindle down like towards the end. So, so I give it like a two point five, but it's a two. It's a good two point five. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I, I at least I know. Am I saying something stupid again? <laughs> well, if I gave you a two point five. Would you be happy about that? A two. Okay, a three. That's a three. You're being ride. generous if you give Eli a two point five. <laughs> you you going with a two point five? All right. So what do you? So you going with a three, Rob? Yep. Okay. Yeah. You wanna anything else you wanna add on that? Um, uh, just I think it's. Oh, go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. He's asking you. I was saying it's solid. Um, it's just to the point. It's a time capsule. Um, it's a debut album. Debut albums are rough drafts, so I don't really put it too. Like I'm not like hard hitting it, but um, it had some incredible tracks, incredible bars. Um, I just can't give it higher because of because of uh, styles. I mean, because of um, Swiss beats. That's it. All right, hold up. I'm just getting a photo of you with these dumbass glasses so you could be a new meme. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll give mine for this album too. Uh, for me, I'll give this album a 
I don't even know what a three, two and a half is. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to rate this album because I am admittedly kind of hard on this album because I feel like there's a lot of parts on this album that I don't like. But the parts on this album that I love, I really, really like, um, thanks to Styles. Um, I think a three is solid. A three for this album is solid. Uh, I actually was going to go uh, three, but I'm going to go 3.5 just to raise it because of Eli's dumb shit and uh, because it has nostalgic value that I, I really love. Also, I think Styles doesn't get enough credit for uh, having the some of the best opening lines to verses ever. Like, he just starts, uh, tracks off with crazy energy from the first two lines. You already know what time he's on. Yeah. Whatever subject it is, like, like you know how he's approaching it, and it's always appreciated yeah it's like he's almost demanding attention that he's not really even asking for yeah like like it's demanding attention without it being a uh in an obnoxious obnoxious way it's just uh fuck you this is me this is just naturally you (laughs) this is me naturally me take it or leave it well my brother you want a quarter water i got you (laughs) i feel comfortable with that uh I'll end off with saying fuck Twitter because they still have FBB's official account suspended over some fuck shit. So if you want to hit us up, um, you know, you could DM us separately, whatever. I don't know. We're on the Twitters all separately. Yeah. I am First Class Reg, and this has been Rapping Order. I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>